0: Got to rest. Oh, if you please, sir. Uh, me too. Just, just for a few minutes.
1: We don't want a podcast today, but the Spencer of Patreon says, nay, nay, nay.
2: Day
3: Day <laughs> you guys missed it so bad. It oh, was
4: a little off rhythm. I didn't know where you were going. Yeah.
3: To.
5: No, well, I never I... agreed to participate in that. <laughs> Did I
3: uh,
1: not do the, to- the the beat right, or was it just you're a little
5: pitchy?
4: Little,
1: yeah. I'm not a good. I'm I, not a good singer. I got to so. be
6: honest. I only know where there's a whip, there's a way. That's no the whip. only thing I know from there's the song. Well.
1: Hey, 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 it's okay. So we'll just go ahead and move on. We're not professional singers. We're semi-professional podcasters. Right. So yeah, we are doing a Patreon request tonight from our dear, dear Patreon patron. Spencer.
3: Spencer. Spencer. The
1: wolf.
5: Oh, no, wait. No, Spencer.
3: Spencer. You guys aren't saying it right. Spencer.
1: There you go. Now, Pap, he gave us three choices, correct? And that's, we just picked one, we voted on one, is that how it went?
7: Yeah, he gave us a few choices. Punishment spoilers, The Return of the King, The Hobbit, Pink (laughs) Floyd, and also Stranger Things and Metalocalypse, he thinks would be a fun podcast. But we picked the punishment one for whatever reason. He also asked that we have a three drink minimum on the podcast, which- I think some of us are just already there before we started, but otherwise um, we will uh, also probably do The Hobbit at some point. I would guess.
3: We're committed. For Spencer.
1: Spencer, I'm always stone cold sober when I do pods. I'm just naturally that bad. So, uh, (laughs) um, This is Brett, by the way. So We got a message from Spencer. It says, uh, we told him we were going to do Return of the King. He said, great. Can't wait to hear it. Uh, LOTR is full of good quotes. One of my favorites is this one. When Frodo says, I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. And then Gandalf says, so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. My question is, what is your favorite quote from Lord of the Rings? Thanks. So we're going to go from east to east. I want you to introduce yourself, tell us where you're recording from. Go ahead and tell us your favorite quote, if you have one from Lord of the Rings. Uh, I believe he meant probably from the movies, but if you got one from the books, go ahead. So I believe our Eastus would be.
7: Me? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Pappy, I guess.
7: This is Pappy. Huge thank you again to Spencer, who made a sizable Vigo Morton's donation to the Patreon. So we really appreciate him. Um, wow. Favorite quote from The Lord of the Rings? Oh, recording from Kalamazoo, Michigan, the Isis. Favorite quote, actually from this movie Samwise Gamgee to the ring in his head telepathically. Yes. I can feel you throbbing with excitement.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> oh, oh <please>.
7: yes. <laughs> That's got to be the best line in Lord of the Rings history.
0: You, who oh, I can feel you throbbing. Robbing with excitement.
3: Uh, do we all have to find a new one now? <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah. Josh. I think this is I think I'm up next. Josh from Goshen. <clears throat> um I really like this quote. I used it for in our Lord of the Lord of the Rings Return of the King podcast, like 20-part series. I used it for one of the uh, trivias. You had to tell me if this was Token or Mike Skinner of the streets. Mm. And the full quote is sweet is the sound of the pouring rain in the stream that falls from the hill to plain better than rain or rippling brook is a mug of beer inside this took. And I think when he wants us to do like a three beer thing that me and Pappy are at least partaking in, I feel like this is like a really good quote for tonight.
6: <sighs>
7: Mikey's there too. Mikey was three bears deep before we even started.
6: I'm pretty sure
3: yes had to to get through this movie one other thing one other thing the quote i don't have it pulled up anymore where it's like about bilbo having mercy on Gollum. i think that's really cool too i'm not going to read the whole thing but you guys know what i'm talking about
2: Hmm.
1: stevie
3: i believe uh
1: stevie's up
4: yeah this is stevie recording from elkhart um favorite Lord of the Rings quote uh, it's a pretty simple one um, it's been recycled numerous times uh, it's only two words and it's the hardest I laughed in all <laughs> of Lord of the Rings theaters and that was Gimli's amazing delivery of <laughs> you failed shell.
3: <laughs> were you the Dude, only one laughing oh yeah was that the soundboard or Stevie what's that Both. I think Stevie
4: that was just me Dang,
3: you've been working on that. Since I was like 12, man.
4: It's the hardest I laughed in all those movies. Well, I mean, those are hardcore comedies, so that's <laughs> was saying something. I'm just saying Two Towers is the most comedic, so it <clears throat> seemed like it was a good place to laugh.
7: <laughs> you fell.
4: Yeah. You failed. That's definitely a, a, a podcast spoiler's
1: favorite. Um, we really liked when Stevie says that. I believe... I didn't know that, and the first time you said it, I think, was it during Two Towers? Our podcast, and oh my God, I I think we all just friggin' died laughing, so.
3: He teased that quote for like four episodes, and yeah, then it like was just it was two be, words.
1: We were just waiting for some amazing speech. All right, so uh, Mikey from, where are you recording out of? Uh,
6: Mikey from Chicago, Illinois, and uh, mine is not so much a uh, quote, but more of a sound effect that is surrounded by a scene. Yes. that's the Air Jordan sneakers just yeah. squeaking <laughs> yeah. <his> yeah. <laughs> during the
4: Gandalf. This is the
6: greatest <laughs> game of one-on-one middle <laughs> earth. That man
4: was running suicides nonstop. Oh yeah,
6: uh, it's just so funny how squeaky their shoes are when they just wear like elf <laughs> boots or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just really, really weird.
5: <laughs> that is a freshly waxed floor.
6: <laughs> oh yeah. Corey
5: well I want to say hello this is Corey but if I never say hello I won't have to say goodbye Mm. Mm. this movie has taught me that this is Corey Kylo Ren memes recording out of Simi Valley California Uh, there's one that I used to say a lot just because I thought it was funny and it had that like vague sexual kind of undertone which is uh, I could carry it for a while Share the load.
3: Oh,
5: <laughs> and it's really nice how like that just gets repeated in the scene. Share the load. Share I've heard you. S- i heard
3: you say this like so many times. Share the yeah, load. yeah. I guess I
5: really never let go of it completely, Josh. <laughs> but you know, I think one of the best lines also is when Aragorn says to Eowyn, "I cannot give you what you seek." Like it's uh, there's so much like finality to that, like. <laughs> You know, she's kind of like flirting with him, and it's just like his way of saying, "Like, look, I've tried to be nice, but no, no." He was petting never. her feet while she slept. All right,
4: <laughs> he
1: permanently sent her in deep into the friend zone, whilst she could never get out.
5: It's just such a cold line, but it's uh, effective and cool. So, those are my two. Right? How many do you have?
1: Uh, actually, two, I suppose, if you want to call them that. Um. I never, I was going to mention this in the Two Towers pod. I never got around to it. It's like my single favorite part. And it's one word and it gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. I can't describe why I like it so much. But when the battle's going really bad at, and, at Helm's Deep and they ride out when Gandalf comes up and then the then uh, Aomer comes up and he goes, Rohirrim! And they all come up. Oh my God, that like freaking gets me. I think that's like so... So awesome. Also, I mean, Thayden's speech is just like, gives me
5: goosebumps like everywhere. Um, Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Thayden apologist. What what about, uh, what about the abridged version of Thayden's speech in this movie?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm reading about it right now. He just says, ride now, ride to Gondor. I'm sure we'll get to that, but since it is Spencer and he loves the lore and we didn't do very well i will point out <laughs> that during that amazing speech technically in the book Aomer is the one that says death ride ride to ruin and the world's ending after theoden after he sees theoden and eowyn's bodies on the ground he literally goes insane and uh so that would have been really cool too but it i also want to say one amazing. other thing
5: about the book stuff brett if that's okay yeah oh yeah in the book the word production is spelled correctly
3: Yes. Yeah. Also in the book, Eomir jumps off the top rope. Off the steel cage on the man. Tags in edge.
1: <laughs> also <laughs> in the book, unlike this movie, sea sounds in Elvish <laughs> are hard C. So Kyrdan, Caliborn, Kyrith Ungle. So, uh, this book didn't do, this movie didn't do a lot of research. Um, I, th- I don't believe so, but I guess we'll get into that.
5: Spencer, send them an email. The people that made this movie. They're all dead. (laughs) Oh,
3: shit. Jeez.
1: Dude, look at their, they're like legends. I mean, they're like Christmas movie legends. Like, it's crazy um, how much stuff they did. But let's, again, I say this all the time, but I really mean it this time. I am not going to go through uh, the plot of this movie. We all know it. We did seven podcasts on it. Actually, technically, we did, what, 20? 20. Because they do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. (laughs) Started with the kiss. Okay. And then, okay, so my first, I got a few quick questions about the movie that I'm just going to throw around. Just answer one or two lines. So, Stevie, is this better than the Oscar-winning Lord of the Rings Return of the King from
2: 2002? Hmm.
7: Good question.
4: I gave you the tough one, Stevie. Okay. Obviously (laughs) not. (laughs) But I'll say that the 2002 version didn't have the banger that is when there's a whip, there's a whip.
1: True, true. There's There's no music, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's like Mikey's new. If the next time we're all together, call Mikey, I bet that'll be his ringtone. Nah, it probably doesn't want to go around with like a slave. You know what's awesome? No, 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 no.
3: Stevie, this movie does have one up on Return of the King Peter Jackson is that no no Orlando Bloom, no Legolas at all. Hey, hey, you're stepping on
1: my questions, bro.
5: (laughs) How dare you talk about this movie?
4: How dare we converse? Uh, We're not there yet. All right. I'm just saying, Josh, you had to be there when, you know. Orlando was doing that stuff in the early 2000s, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was pretty big back then. That's all I'm saying.
6: Josh, do you know how hard it would be to animate Legolas grinding an <laughs> elephant's trunk in this, uh, back in the 60s?
5: That would be, that would take years. And
3: they, they were, were spending technology. too much time on Elrond's head floaties. Yeah, what what's up with it Elrond? Took- is he drunk? <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> saying, <laughs> what's took- that
1: stuff around his head? And I was like, I don't know. So, Pat, just to piggyback Mm. on what Josh just said, your question is, who did you like more in this movie, Gimli or Legolas?
7: Neither are in it. Uh, Oh, oh. Because I guess it goes back to your first question. This isn't just Return of the King. This is a summarization of kind of all three books. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But it's just uh, Frodo and Sam had some adventures and ended up in Mordor at some
6: point. Very streamlined.
1: Well I was going Which kinda- makes
6: it odd because we're starting with not the first movie, right? Uh there's other movies before this, wasn't there? No. Well we well, should they, have done did, the they Hobbit. A Hobbit. They did The Hobbit. They
1: did Hobbit in seventy seven. I no. Seventy six maybe. And then they did the one that we did episode. Um
7: They wanted to call this the Hobbit Two. Uh, this has no relation to the Frank Baxter. Is sheet. that
4: what you meant by that in the group thread?
7: Yeah, but I spelled it yeah. TS So, so confused.
4: confused. Listen. Oh, okay.
7: okay. Do a lot Pap of voice. Grammar chat. in the group. Th- <laughs> These no, days. your
3: grammar in the group thread is just unbearable. <laughs> so Pat was wrong. Then we are in order. He said the Hobbit too, but he spelled it T O. Like, he's actually in Dumb and Dumber. Because this isn't like
4: a visual medium. Pappy types like Charlie (laughs) Kelly speaks.
3: So,
1: yeah. Pappy is an extremely is
4: smart at. person. Pappy's really, really smart,
3: but he's borderline illiterate. Whoa,
6: <laughs> listen.
3: What's the deal? Do you just not care? Is that it? You just don't care to get I, it right? You guys
6: can figure it out. Just It's better to be ambiguous. I can't read your hieroglyphics. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I
3: don't know what you're writing. Josh,
1: can you read what Pappy said today? No, oh, it was You so, <laughs> so probably can't, man. It's what? such a tongue twister. <laughs> give it, can just you give symbols. it a shot for us? This will be really funny for the...
5: Yeah, I will. Dennis is asshole. Why Charlie?
4: Hate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dennis is bastard man.
3: This, this makes sense <laughs> with this question because we're talking about The Hobbit. And he and Pappy's rebuttal to right. why it was okay that we did these because out of you order. didn't
2: want
7: to do Return of the King. I was like, listen, it's a good pick by Spencer. We're all excited for it.
3: It was a it great is. pick, but he gave us the option of the seventy-seven yeah, that Hobbit. That was done by as us. Well, that was and a bad call. The second one, <laughs> yeah, we already that did a it, bad knowing call. full well we are Lord of the Rings completists, so we're gonna have to do these out of order now. And you said in the group th- thread we did the Fast and Furious movies out of order. Right, that was fine. And then he says, "It's all the same. This movie's supposed to be worse in the then the that Hobbit." <laughs> in the then the that. So many THs. There's so many like six words. words in there.
7: I gotta be honest. This is the first time hearing this. I I just didn't proofread a thing. I just I, I type and go. I don't uh, I don't think.
6: I don't look back.
1: All right, Pap, we love you, sorry. Um, I was gonna ask this to Mikey, but I know the answer now, so I'll ask it to Corey. What is a better jam, uh, Whistle, what is it? Where there's a whip, there's a way, or Frodo of the Nine Fingers?
5: Wow. Uh, so, a couple things about the music in this movie, man. I'd say that legitimately, like, that orc song is kind of an earworm. That orc, uh, oh, yeah. when there's a whip, there's a way. But it's weird. This movie is weird, and the songs are weird. <laughs> yeah. Because one, one thing, and, you know, I'm not the first person to say this, apparently, although I thought this was a wholly original note I took, is that the orc singing voices are very pleasant, like, uncharacteristically pleasant human-sounding voices, and they can do some great harmonies. Additionally, there's, like weird touches with him. like it kind of seems like South Park like the Mormon Joseph Smith episode <laughs> at times where someone like is doing something and then it goes into like a little like dum-da-dum-dum-dum song.
3: Do you guys also small. remember the episode Lemmy Winks? Lemmy Winks mm-hmm. Lemmy Winks. Do you think there's a reason why that guy's voice is so vibrato and it's like the same shit as this? <laughs> ah, Frodo Of the nine fingers
0: and the ring of doom Lemmy Winks
4: journeyed a distance far and fast To find his way out of a gay man's ass The road ahead is filled with danger and fright But push onward, Lemmy Winks, with all of your might
3: this, well, I looked it up. But they did base it off this in The Hobbit. Oh, it's like, it had to really? Be. Yeah, that's there's. Yeah, it's a very, it very makes strong
1: <laughs> It's like a cheap version of Cat Stevens. Like, wings, that's a good comparison, Brett.
3: I like that. Yeah. In the nine fingers, let me winks, <laughs> let me winks. It's the same shit. How
4: does it feel <laughs> to have killed your brother? <laughs> <laughs>
5: There's one moment where Frodo is, like, reliving his orc trauma PTSD. Holy shit. And it's, like, this gentle, like, John Denver fucking song playing over it. It does not match at all.
0: No, master. You, You must rest. I must destroy the ring. I've more of a chance now. But there's still such a long way to go. That's tomorrow, Mr. Frodo.
2: Tomorrow. Leave tomorrow till it comes,
0: sleep will ease your mind, with the dawn you'll find problems realized.
6: Oh my God, there's there's so much John Denver influence throughout this whole movie, I mm-hmm. was like
0: baffled. So that.
4: I play a lot of John Denver around the house when I'm like doing chores or just like having stuff to get done. And I was watching this movie. My wife walked in the room and goes, huh, I didn't know John Denver was in this movie. And I said, he's not ah, such, <laughs> such blasphemy. <laughs> was it, was she being serious or was she ripping? No, on she's me? being serious.
2: <laughs> the
7: thing about uh, there's a whip, there's a way song It kind of implies that the orcs don't want to be doing bad stuff. Yeah. Yes. Which
1: is not true. Really. I don't think, I mean, they talk about it actually in the, uh, the rings of power. Like, they hate Sauron, but like they're like I don't know, like kind of built to serve, and like it's best for them that they hitch their wagon to him. I don't know, but yeah, well, you like- hate
3: Biden and you need a ruler. Oh, <laughs> the <That was a laughs> dilemma! Just joking, Brad.
4: Orcs, what? orcs need yeah, a master, but seriously, right? they I need one.
3: Doesn't everyone know? Like this is like the George R. R. Martin thing where he's like. J.R.R. Tolkien didn't address, like, the orcs and their, like, moral ambiguity. Like, what happens to them after the war? But, like, seeing this movie, it's like, did he get that idea from this? (laughs) (laughs) Like, the orcs singing about how they don't actually want to march to war. But this movie
7: never addresses what happens to them after the war. It just, like, it doesn't pay off if they're good guys or, like... Don't want to do Frodo this. Frodo
5: has like a vision of like his peaceful future. Yeah. And like there's like a nice orc and like, he's like, hey, how's it going? And the orc like smiles and like walks by. But yeah, yeah it, it doesn't really address. That's kind of like a fantasy moment.
1: Then they all go behind the tree and have a foursome. Too. <laughs>
5: <laughs> best part. Yeah. yeah.
1: My, I like, I don't know if you guys heard this line, that song, but he's like, when are we going to get some meats? Like that's probably <laughs> the best line in that song. were
3: you shocked as me that no one said that was their favorite quote the top of the pod
1: a little bit because it's probably been one of the ones we said the most even on non lord of the rings pods
0: blast
1: what a time to fall asleep pippin looks like a monkey am i
4: wrong it looks strange uh yeah, he looks very odd.
7: What do you mean he's the next step in hobbit evolution? He's the most <laughs> interesting <laughs> hobbit there is.
2: Is Why he a regression in the timeline
6: man? or What What
1: do you think Sean Astin feels like when he sees the 1977 Return of the King have the Lord of the Rings in this one and he's the ugliest character in
5: the whole in either movie? No when one's did- very attractive in this movie though. <clears throat> It's this true. A- animation style, it's like weird. It's kind of like gross, but nostalgic to me in a weird way. Same. Like Josh yeah. and Brett, you guys can probably relate to this, but like 80s American animation was like very like unpleasant. Like the characters kind of look <laughs> ugly. And it reminds me of like David the Gnome and the Little Bits. Oh, you guys remember those shows? I yeah. don't remember Little Bits. I
1: obviously remember uh, David the Gnome and what was his fox's
5: name? Uh, I don't remember. But yeah, it's just like the- the ugliness to the character faces. Swift, Swift, I think. I will. I will say that like the
6: backgrounds and the settings kind of fucking slap. Like they're really cool watercolors, and like the rocks look really awesome, and uh, Mount Doom looks crazy. Yeah. Uh, but like eighty percent of the character design is garbage. Like, I hate the way the Hobbits look. Well, let's let's, let's, let's piggy orcs.
1: let's piggyback on this. I, I want to know what everyone's opinion is do you guys like this animation style or the rotoscope? And don't, I'm not talking about the regular animation. I think we all agreed that was pretty cool ish in the last one, but like, do you like actual animation? Or do you like the rotoscope from the other one, which was really jarring isn't the more, to me? F-
3: isn't the more fair question to ask if you like the mixed media approach of yeah, that's the last true. one? Yeah. Answer I Rotoscoping was like one of the four technical, like, Things they plied at that movie, I guess. Oh, expl- explain! Explain. i mean, I'm. You're. What's that? I. I don't. I didn't know there was that. Can you like expound so, on that or something? When we, what is that movie called? Actually, Pappy, we did the, an the episode on it. It's just Lord of the Rings animate the animated. Mm-hmm. Movie. So, yep. And it's like there's rotoscope where they took actual people and like took the outlines of them and had them move and like colored that in, and then there's like straight up animation, like, drawn characters. Like, the Hobbits are all drawn characters. And then there's also, like, the watercolors, like, in this movie, too. So
4: And also live action. It,
3: is there live action in that? I'm what was sure the live action, is. Stevie? I think it was I think you're deep right. Deep part. Just a few regular dudes yeah. mixed up in there. Or, like, orcs. Yeah. Or yeah,
5: like, shadowed human figures, if I remember correctly.
7: Mm. I mean, I'll say this. So,
5: at least that yeah. Lord of the Rings was... <laughs> I,
7: I really criticized interesting. Yeah, at least it was trying to do something. This feels like an assignment that someone was given. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know. I there's nothing like visually compelling to me, but it's more of a problem of like I'm so bewildered by what's happening in the story. You know, like that at least that Lord of the Rings was competent in telling some kind of narrative. This is just fucking insane. Was this movie
4: allowed to be competent?
1: I'm wondering, like, on a TV movie budget, like, because they couldn't mention I mean, again, the other
4: one, right? What'd you say? They like really couldn't mention the other Lord of the Rings, right?
7: There was like rights in- issues. No. Or yeah, something.
4: there's like rights issues. They couldn't mention uh. like mention the other one besides the Hobbit. Really? Yeah, that's why. Like, it's makes no sense. Like in regards to this movie. <laughs>
3: Wait, why do you guys say it makes no sense? Because... How the fuck does it make we sense, all know, Josh? Dude, Unless you've seen the movie. We all know... Because we
4: just okay. end up in the last movie of the trilogy.
3: Well, we watched them out
4: of order. <laughs> you're out of order, Josh. That's why it doesn't make it, Like So, whole podcast's out of order.
3: Yes. We know this story well enough. Uh, Pappy, you're telling me you weren't able to follow this? What's I, the problem here?
7: I can follow it, but th- this... like. I don't know. I, on, on one hand, this is trying to be like a standalone Lord of the Rings movie, right? Cause they, they summarize the Hobbit yeah. in this movie. They, they show like clips yeah. from that movie. So yeah. it's, I, but if this was your only exposure to Lord of the Rings, you'd be like, this is the craziest batch <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, it could be with what Stevie said. Like they're trying to give you some background at the beginning, but if they're not really allowed to mention the first two movies you're gonna be lost i don't know it's so weird i mean it's a weird why thought, does he have the it? why does he have the ring where did he get the ring that's why they're showing the hobbit stuff yeah they barely even say what the ring represents other than it needs to be destroyed i mean it's just so weird i, I don't I, I you know i didn't even really think Dude. about how weird it was and but- that's
7: but that's the exact downfall it's, of this movie. Like, because-
1: Someone made a comment earlier. I don't, were you guys on the thread, I don't know if you're joking, or, but I think Pappy said it's a standalone film. It kind of is because it doesn't... It's just so weird. It, it tells you how Bilbo <laughs> found it, and then he had it, and then he misses it.
3: And it uses that vibrato singer guy <laughs> to like tell the whole thing, about nine fingers and all. Yeah. <laughs>
6: They it's, keep him in the corner, and whenever this situation comes up, they're like, hey, <laughs> sing that song we taught you. Joey minstrel. wrote the music <laughs> <on> <laughs> for.
1: The minstrel of Gondor. Hmm. It's just, yeah, really weird to me. I didn't really <clears throat> think about that
3: until we started talking about it. To answer your question from earlier, I do, I think, like this one better because I appreciate the consistency. I'm also Thank picking you. up the nostalgia that Corey is lying down. But like the other movie just took me out of the movie Every time it would switch animation styles, it was pretty harsh. It was weird, yeah.
6: Oh, you like the way uh, these hobbits look like ugly babies?
3: (laughs) Ugly fat babies
6: walking around? At
3: at least they're literally drawn of the same material that the men are. Same material. Pappy, (laughs) you kind of mentioned what material these creatures are made out of, and we're going to lose this detail if I don't bring it up right now the next evolution in hobbits like this is something gandalf actually breaks down at the end of the movie right this is a real thing
7: can you hear me first of all
3: <laughs> impure blood can you hear me is, Pap here? Uh, is Pap pat here can you
7: hear me now
1: pat hey there you are yeah, we, can hear, we can hear you now
7: so this whole movie is set in the pretense of, like, this is the, the actual past. Cause I think in the opening song, they even say like, can you imagine if this was years ago in a time before earth? But I don't know. It's kind of saying like the, the hobbits are an inferior race. Like Gandalf's like, maybe you have a little bit of hobbit in you and looks right at the camera. Like this is like explicitly set in our world basically. Right. I don't
1: know. The, it's, like, it's a theme in the book that the the age of the elves are over
3: and it's the time of man, but like they don't really mention that, so it kind of comes off that way. It's always been set in our world, Pap. How do you not know this?
4: <clears throat> Mordor is literally Terre Haute, Indiana. How do you not know? <laughs> <laughs>
7: Josh, do you have a little bit of Hobbit in you? Do you think?
3: Well, the whole reason they're talking about it is Frodo's like, so if the age of man is coming, what will happen to Sam and the hobbits? Will they survive? And Gandalf's like, well, you guys are kind of like getting taller. Look at him; <laughs> He's tall. You guys could be he like sh- men someday. He should
1: have said, well, you guys, you guys should start learning the song where there's a whip, there's a way. Because you're going to be the slaves.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that is Damn. Scary.
1: I feel like there's a lot of wasted time in this movie for a movie that kind of attempts to fit three other stories into this one movie like like cory oh, brought up earlier i watched the-
6: this i watched this at 1.2 speed this I, <laughs> I felt like people were intentionally talking slow and the fact that it is like a perfect one night or a perfect 90 minutes is like i think they edited it to just To just coincide with like a a ninety-minute TV special or something, because they're talking so slow. And when you (laughs) play it through VLC and you change, you fast forward it to one point two, it's like, oh, now it sounds like a normal. I don't like like people talking normally. I don't know. And where where there's a whip, there's a way. At one point two, it slaps. It's really good. One point two or one
3: point one eight or one point one two three. It's hard to get it right on one point two. I felt like.
6: You have to, you have to go to video and faster. Fine. Nice. Okay. Hmm. But, uh, it's, I don't know. It, or it's just like, I, I, did you guys think that they were like talking super slow? I don't know. Some, some, some of the dialogue between like, uh, Sam and Frodo is just like, oh my God, what, it, why are you guys dragging? So long? you're a
7: hundred percent onto something. Cause they're, they're trying to fill a two hour block on TV. There's been times we've tried to get a spoilers episode to hit like exactly a certain time, you know, like three hours or something. And that's when they keep looping. Yeah, right. The wearer of the ring, the bearer yeah. of the ring. Like oh, they that play, was a great ring. tune. They play that as many times as they need to to get to the next commercial break.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they use <laughs> to get there. of the
7: nine fingers and the ring of doom. Why does
2: he have nine fingers? Where is the ring of doom?
3: One of the commercial breaks is the hobbits like rolling down a hill. And they just keep rolling down this hill before and after the commercial break. It's insane. Oh, yeah, they go
4: back to it. I forgot about yeah, that. It they like a re-entrance. Back. Like, remember where we were? Some say they're still rolling to this day. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: This movie goes pretty hard on Sam for, like, the first 30, 40 minutes. Like, he's the main character. I thought it was because, I think, Roddy McDowell, who's, you know, I would say a legendary actor, but... A, well-known actor was the character played his voice so but like could frodo have been any different in this than he was in that like the trilogy we watched where he's like half dead three-fourths dead this is i mean they're literally running at one point and they're having a conversation
6: like it's really really weird Oh, uh, when they're running away from like Mount Doom and they're just like, uh, I think we're going to die now on the lava <laughs> front. From- <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't oh want to do gosh. that. I'm sorry, Frodo.
3: I think the, I, I think what you're getting at is that it seems a lot more closer to 50, 50, Sam helping Frodo out, Frodo helping Sam out when they're both like reaching the breaking points right yeah
1: they do that like four different times where sam's like i can't go any further and frodo's like we must go here and then the next time frodo's like i can't take another step and sam's like oh (laughs) master we have to like it happens four times
7: but they're like so dehydrated and low on food and they're able to spend six days in mount doom well, the army marches it's like, around.
1: It's like the animated version of the deer deer hunter. They
5: didn't have any lamb bread.
1: Well, yeah, Sam ate it all.
5: That's something, Pappy. That's so much better conveyed in a live action movie, right? Like how dehydrated and withered these people are than in this animated movie, or maybe even in any animated movie. But when, when I look at Frodo on the ma- on Mount Doom, like on the mountain, like passed out with his like chapped lips. To me, I can like see it and I can feel it. In the animated movie, they really gotta like say it a lot because, you know, what are you gonna do? Draw a couple more lines under their eyes?
6: <laughs> He's just dirty. They just got like dirt on their face. Got like brown brown spots all over them. I feel like this
7: movie's trying to make them cute the whole time. Like I know we all said they're ugly, but like Sam doesn't actually do any violence every time he's in battle he just kind of like tricks his opponent into falling off a ledge you know what I mean like
3: it, uh, it has the ninja turtles like Leonardo never stabs a person with his katana blades it's always like kicking them off a wall or some like go down a ladder no his
5: trick is he he sticks them in the ceiling and then he holds on to him and he, he'll kick you
3: yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's not it's like having a
1: gun but just pistol whipping people yeah
5: <laughs> Throwing it at someone.
1: (laughs) That wouldn't be wise because now they have it. (laughs) So uh, I guess like when Sam at the beginning, he picks up the ring and some stuff that doesn't happen
3: in the movie happens. Josh, do you want to like talk about that a little bit? Well, I thought Corey might want to talk a little bit about how we like discuss this on the previous pods. Like how did Sam... Come across the the ring? Like, how did he end up with it? They really explain this very clearly. It's lost, like, amongst the battle stuff or something, right?
5: Yeah, he finds it on the ground, you know? (laughs) That's the the big deal.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's the most powerful thing in the world. Look at that. What's all this then?
5: The ring of power (laughs) and a dollar. Look at
3: this nuclear bomb just on the side of the road. (laughs) What's going on? Who would have thought? I'll pick it up.
5: I mean, in the book, I I know Spencer's a big book guy, so I'll say what happens in the book. Sam walks over to Saruman's tower, kicks him in the balls, goes for a swim. Then he finds the ring on the ground. Then he walks back. So (laughs) just to keep it real, I know you're a big book guy. That's exactly what happens in the book. I'm a book (laughs) expert.
3: Well, they do have this whole gate thing, which is like... Kicks him in the ball. It shows the prop, like one of those vials that they get from... The Elven Queen, Gladriel. Yep, and then Brett. My favorite part of the freaking movie is right in here. It it's so good. I rewatched it a couple times. Sam gets finds the ring, like Corey and I just talked about. Yes. And as he's like walking along, he starts to fantasize about what he would do with the ring. Mm. And this is like sam like we've never seen him like i've never seen him before (laughs) it's like full out he's sam the strong there's armies cheering for him and he rides upon mordor and turns it into this just gigantic garden and stevie i feel like you love this too but the like orcs all turn into like friendly animals and like run off into nature oh my gosh birds (laughs) and (laughs) crap Strong. the
0: sun shines for thee alone. And now I claim all of the Vale of Bura. Now let this foul desolation, this cursed plateau of the Dark Lord Soran, this orc-infested desert of nameless horrors, let it blossom forth and live! Let it live for Samwise the Strong. Yay! Samwise
4: the Strong. So, so weird. And not just that. I also, I don't know what it's like in the book. Um, but I do love the portrayal of anyone who Holds the ring and has deep fantasies, turns into a super saiyan, and just glows. Um, Mm. I do love that animated quite a bit. And, like, was this in the book? Like, Sam just having an orgasmic experience about how like loved he is. No, it's a bold choice.
5: Sam has multiple (laughs) orgasms in the book. He's slinging ropes. (laughs) (laughs) That boy
6: is slinging
5: ropes.
3: (laughs) I just love this. Like, he, at one point in this movie, he really kind of makes a decision like, yeah, I want that. Like, Mordor would be awesome as a gigantic garden instead of this desert wasteland.
4: According to Amazon, it's what it used to be. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Josh, if you would watch things. But that's just what's
7: so insane is like, you have 137 minutes. To tell the Lord of the Rings story, you're going to spend five on Sam the Strong's flashback?
3: 97 minutes.
7: It's insane.
3: But yet it's the best part of the movie. Uh, Where there's a whip, there's a way. uh, Well,
6: he comes down, so he has such a a crazy refractory period where he comes down and he's like, well, you know what? I think I'd be fine with just my own garden and work it with my own two hands. Just working my own garden with my own two hands, you know, stroking my own garden back
5: and forth. Actually, my favorite part- Three times a day. Comes
1: right after that part, Josh. It's when he's fighting that orc and he uses the power of LSD to beat that orc he like shoots lsd at him and he starts tripping balls and running away and then he just trips right off of the cliff what what power is that Corey? that's the power
5: of good time
1: <laughs> there you go
5: i ate some sticks he ate some sticks next thing i know is tripping balls this guy was running and he fell off the fucking cliff and I can't remember the rest because I was so fucking
4: fucked up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's good.
4: Does Sam really abandon Frodo like that? Where he just looks I up and goes, eh, fuck him.
5: I don't think so. <laughs> fuck this. Fuck
4: this.
1: <laughs> I do not think so. Oh man. Okay, I have a question. Maybe this would be a Stevie. Do you think they focused more on the Sam and Frodo because it was much cheaper than
4: they literally like, couldn't mention the other movie, Brett?
1: No, I meant. I <laughs> like, meant this the, is like, why we get this.
7: <laughs> they still got sued over this movie, though. Like the Tolkien Estate still sued Rankin yeah. Bass and won, <laughs> or settled.
4: Yeah. Um. Sorry, Brett. Go ahead. Though, like.
1: Like, no, what I meant was they barely focus on the Battle of Pelnor Fields, which I think you could argue is a lot more exciting than what's going on. Is it to save money on animation? Or do they really just think it was a lot more exciting?
4: Um than- I I agree with that sentiment. I think <sighs> saving on anim like animation is expensive. It's so it's so time consuming. And if you can leave it to where it's like two characters in a frame and a background, go for it. Um
6: also they only walk. They're not fighting.
4: They're not fighting. They do a lot of laying. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of laying with a a these. Two. A lot of rolling
6: down hills, a lot of being dirty.
4: Yeah. Um a lot of close-up shots in the face and so not a whole lot of movement. Um yeah, I would yeah, I would say save a ton of money on not doing battle scenes. And quite frankly, the animators, in my opinion, probably weren't strong enough to pull off like a full-fledged battle. Like instead of just, you know, 20 spaced out characters and some dust flying up. Um, well, they attempt it, but it's kind of just like... It's not great. The
6: same repetitive motion yeah. over and over, like 20 quick slashes, and then that's like the battle.
4: I mean, I don't think a whole lot of ex-Disney animators are working on this movie. So, yeah, if they're going to save money, just focus on Frodo and Sam doing a lot of talking, a little bit of walking, a lot of laying.
5: A lot of musical transitions.
4: Frodo of the nine fingers. (laughs)
6: It it was a real struggle just to animate Sam's peck on Frodo's head. (laughs) Like halfway through the movie. It took weeks.
3: Mikey, why do you like, uh, we just covered recently Nightmare Before Christmas, and you love the art for him and admired it for taking so long to make, but you just don't respect this hand-drawn stuff? Uh, I think my biggest problem, I'm looking at Gollum right now, and he's just
6: like the worst fucking character of mine. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> he's still a frog, a horrible looking frog monster. See, that's
1: what I grew up with. That's how I knew him, because I... Had seen this movie, as Hobbit when I was a kid. Would you like picture
6: this if you're reading dirt. the books? Like, w- is this what you would kind of picture? Kind or of, except more- I would—I
1: had them like more gray, which is kind of what ended up happening.
6: What is yeah, it's here? just I don't. If you're like, even if I'm playing a video game and I don't like the way that the character looks, I'm probably not going to be that much into the video game. <laughs> which is like why I like the, <laughs> the video games that I like is because the characters are fucking awesome looking. Uh, but I don't like, like what much of any of these people look in this movie, but other than like the witch king is kind of cool looking, but okay. Aragorn looks like a competent man. Everybody else is kind of <laughs> dweeby looking. Gandalf is cool. I don't know. I just don't like a lot of the way that people look. I'm actually
1: Jennifer surprised. is a
5: fucking abomination. Oh, I know.
1: But apparently people think that he's abomination in the trilogy like he's people consider him to be one of the most different characters
6: but there's a guy that looks like a goofy looking skeletor flying around (laughs)
5: denethor's (laughs) hair is absurd like i couldn't even imagine a real human being having the haircut that denethor has his eyebrows connect to his hair on his head, but the middle part is bald. <laughs> it's a ring. It's like his eyebrows go right into his hairline. It's it's wild, man.
6: That's a genetic trait. You're gonna make fun of a man for a genetic trait.
3: <laughs> Maybe he can be a man someday. He's actually, part of the evolution. Actually, Mikey, of man in my too.
1: in my notes, you had actually just mentioned this, I believe. It was you and then maybe I agree with you. When we talked during the trilogy, original trilogy, you had mentioned that like the Nazgul and the uh Witch King were like one of the coolest, if not like the coolest character designs ever. That's why to me it was really
6: disappointing to see what the Nazgul looked like. Oh, the Nazgul is not cool at all, but the Witch King I thought was a pretty interesting <laughs> idea. How he's like invisible. Uh but I mean that—that's just easier for the animators to uh, to animate, I'm sure, as well. But so it's, to do like a flaming no skeleton back,
1: over a black robe, I guess I guess he probably could be. Yeah, I do have the my note. Denethor looks crazy. So, or I'm sorry, I can't say it anymore. Um, looks like an old douchey turd. I don't know. Whatever's acceptable to say, but yeah, it that's really weird that they would even have him in here when they don't really talk about Boromir or Faramir. I mean, I think Stevie thinks Faramir is probably hiding.
3: 100%. So he doesn't have to fight. <laughs> Shows up at the end. He's <laughs>
4: somewhere getting drunk about how great his brother was.
3: Dude, He's, no, they show him and Eowyn have that look just like in the movies where there's no love story, but they just look at each other. That's him, right? Got it. Do you guys not, not notice that? Yeah.
7: Uh-uh. The guy next to A went on the horse at the end.
3: Yeah. He I don't think he'd been in the movie previously, had he.
1: <laughs>
7: I think he's
1: actually Stevie. I think he's in a bar, like you said, in the next town over, where he's telling strangers <clears throat> that the Westfold would not have fallen if he was there.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, the Westfold would have never fallen. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> <Back> Snowman
5: <laughs> is is the name of Theoden's horse. <laughs> snowmane really let him down man <laughs> is that oh my that
6: scene is insane <laughs> it's like a billion times cooler in the other movie
5: Snowman fell apart in the fourth quarter man <laughs>
6: okay,
3: there's literally
1: the rohan people are like the horse lords literally Lazy's and his, out, his horse Snowman. just throws
3: him off
5: <laughs> he's dead he's fucking instantly dead
3: he breaks a hip and dies. They don't even instantly. go check his pulse. They just know he's like fucking dead. <laughs>
6: <laughs> don't help him up. He's dead. No Seriously? one can survive that fall. <laughs> and he's like on the ground wailing in pain. Um, it did happens you guys a
3: little like how he, he did die from falling off the horse, but they kind of made it seem like Sauron's power just like grew to a point where he just like sniped him with darkness. And if they could have pulled that off a little bit better, that would have been cool, I think.
0: And in the midst of Feoden's glory, his golden shield was dimmed. The new morning was blotted from the sky and the dark fell upon him. Fear no darkness, no man. No, Snowden, no! And the dark force had claimed our savior, Lord Abroa. Lord Theoden! Nay! Oh, my dear master! Oh, the horror! No, my friend. He is gone. You can do nothing. Hear me! Hear me, O darkness! I will avenge my lord! (laughs) That
2: is
1: something he does, and actually is a power of his, but it doesn't really work like that. It's more of a slow burn. Um, He does use clouds, and it literally makes people depressed and scared, and...
6: But, yeah, he doesn't really... Works super fast on horses.
3: (laughs) 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 Dude!
6: Sniped that horse. (laughs)
4: I think I figured out kind of this whole rights thing a little bit. Shoot. So what's that guy's name? Ralph Bakshi? Is that his name?
7: Yeah. That's the anime. So
4: he was promised by the the producers of that God awful movie that we did that he was going to get to do the three books into two movies. So... Which makes He's sense because st- it
7: ends on tune in next week to look yeah.
4: next week <laughs> and find out where we go from here. But, um,
6: litigation.
3: <laughs> yeah, litigation. That's one of my favorite voices you do, Stevie. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but he was, um, he was like, okay, you're going to get to do Return of the King, its own standalone film. So he stops it short. Well, he put part one on there. The producers, knowing they did not own the rights to Return of the King, that's where, um, what are the, what are these guys names uh Frankenbass. They Bass. Bass Proc- and Rankin. Rankin yeah, and Bass, and Rankin. That's where Bass and Rankin <laughs> they already owned that. But they didn't own the rights to the one that Bashki Bashki made with um Fellowship and uh Two Towers. That's why they can only mention the Hobbit. So weird. It, it's a, it's the weirdest thing in the world.
7: But why call your movie Return of the King? So who did The Hobbit? This these people Rankin Bass,
4: yeah. Rankin Bass, yeah. They they had the rights to Return of the King and The Hobbit, didn't have the rights to Fellowship and Two Towers.
6: How did that one get made? Which one? Fellowship and Two Towers, I guess. Like if it was not by these guys, that seems weird.
3: Yeah, it was. A franchise hasn't <laughs> yeah. been bobbled this hard since. Yeah, since JJ passed it on to Ryan and they had no idea what the hell they were doing. The
4: producers thought that they would get the rights eventually, and they never did. And so they just kept it as one movie and then fired the Basky guy from ever making a second one.
7: That's what's so funny to me because it's like Lord of the Rings was this unadaptable trilogy. You know, the legend. It's like, no, everyone who did it was just a fucking shit show behind (laughs) the scenes. Like If you had three movies in the space, you can do it, but not like this. Not like this.
1: <laughs> Not like this. Classic. By the way, the, the cover of this movie looks like a Lucky Charms
6: box. Have you seen it? <laughs> hmm <laughs> Because these are Lucky Charms characters. They're so stupid looking. <laughs> Who are the dwarves behind
1: them? They don't show a single dwarf in this movie.
4: Didn't have the rights. But why are they on the front cover of the book? <laughs>
5: Dude, you just add the word cereal to the poster for this. Oh mic. my
4: God. Return of the King cereal—that's perfect.
1: He's got a literal marshmallow shape on his head.
4: Who is that? Shadowfax?
5: No, that's Snowman. You better watch <laughs> your ass. Se-
4: he's surrounded by seven
6: dwarves.
5: <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is going on here?
1: <laughs> Snow White and the Return of the King. Hi really? ho!
3: Hi ho! They want grandmas to buy this for their children for Christmas, <laughs> right? Like that's all it is. I was thinking this was a children's movie.
7: Every decision makes sense if you think of like their mission statement was to adapt what they had the rights to as cheaply as possible for babies. And then every decision <laughs> after that makes sense.
3: Yeah. For babies. No, it really is. Babies! <laughs> I want to push back on the hate a little bit here. <laughs> Mama? <laughs> Mama? <laughs> sorry, Josh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I started watching, I I was feeling that too, Pap, really hard. The first 15 or 20 minutes, like they're not explaining anything. They're rushing through the story. But then as I realized that everything they were doing was like wholly original, as far as like the, like Gollum is so different from any Gollum we've ever seen. The orcs are so different from Peter Jackson's orcs. The Sam story where he kind of goes out of himself for a little while. I felt like I was getting like bonus Lord of the Rings stuff. And maybe I wasn't watching it fairly as a movie. Maybe am I just fanboying out at that point?
5: Yeah, just read the books, bro. Just.
3: (laughs) No, but like when I read the books the first time, it was actually before the movies. So I pictured them a different way. But then the movies had him away. So it's nice to see like another new way and kind of like break. It's good to see stuff that's not based. No, it's not. So no nice to see. <laughs> Come on. Use your imagination a little bit. <laughs> Josh, this is objectively <laughs> bad and you're okay. insane. Okay. It
7: ain't nice. Here's my question though. Could this be good? Could a ninety minute adaptation musical animated of the Lord of the Rings possibly be good? Yes. Or is it just fucked from the the jump?
6: Uh how much of the story are you cramming in there? You gotta is-
7: fuck the story. You gotta shit on J.R.R.L. Tolkien's grave and piss <laughs> on
6: You gotta not give a shit about what that man wrote. If they commit...
7: How much? 90 minutes? Uh, I guess it's... With commercials? 90 minutes, yeah, to fill a two-hour TV time
3: slot. You guys are forgetting this movie omits violence. So you mentioned the For Babies thing. Like, yes, if you have violence and badass action animation, pick any 90 minutes from the whole Lord of the Rings, like, catalog. It's gonna be badass.
6: Yeah, but
1: this one picked, like, the worst, almost the worst 90
0: minutes.
6: Mm. Yeah, I don't think uh this is definitely marketed to kids so i really don't think that you could make something that's kid friendly and like palatable to us adult men who like the violence in the live action movies i i don't think that's really possible i might have liked this as a kid i think they went the right way following the the
3: hobbits
5: nonviolent. but you
3: wouldn't have no
5: I, i might have I might have liked this as a kid, but Same. I would not have known what the fuck is going on. I'll tell you that. There's a lot of story here that is missing, right? We already talked about that, but how do you like comprehend like any of this without knowing the lore? Maybe it's just for fans who already know the story. Oh man, but that's brutal to fans, you know? Maybe it was Why? more in the zeitgeist
6: back then. So, like, more people knew of it. Well, it was because they did like uh, no
1: like BBC way. specials on the radio and stuff, I think.
6: There's no way. I think it was big. Lord of the Rings was more
7: in the zeitgeist before the Peter Jackson movies, though, right? Like,
6: Pap, these people were reading on stone tablets. They don't have <laughs> movies. They, were just, they loved this shit. The books was all they had until Return of the King <laughs> animation came out.
3: He's right, Pappy. It was a typical moment. I don't, know if that history, yeah. I don't know if that history checks
4: out, Mikey. I'll let you guys know here in like five minutes. Let me look it up.
6: Uh, you don't think like people are like more in tune to books like back then? I mean, just like, hey, you read Lord of the Rings yet? Uh, I don't know. It seems like more of a common thing to be to, that more people would be talking about Return of the King like today, I guess.
3: Why can't yeah. you guys just enjoy this as like a different artist's rendition of some of the scenes we know so well? And some bonus scenes. It's pretty
5: cool. Because I just don't like any art, Josh. Only the good stuff. You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> and you don't like how Aragorn looks? I can't
5: Aragorn even remember.
7: Looks, I, I literally can't even remember he him. He looks like Jesus. He looks cool. Well, he's
3: the, he's the king.
7: To not set Aragorn up at all and to call him the return of the king is so fucking insane. Like, why am I supposed to be excited yeah. about Aragorn showing up?
6: Where
3: was he? <laughs> he
6: just shows up at the gates and is like... He gives that speech and then he shows up uh, in his
3: white robes at the end, right? He's hardly in the movie. He's the
7: Christ-like character of this movie, a hundred percent.
3: He just shifts. he does not he does not cut off the head of the mouth of Sauron in this version.
7: I don't
1: believe he does in the book either. So
5: no, he doesn't. Oh shit! Yes, he does. Does he? Be pretty badass if he did. Yeah, Spencer knows I'm I'm right that uh, he definitely. Cuts his head off. And then he takes his place. He kind of becomes the of Sauron for a while in the book. And then they come back and they have the battle. That's all in the book.
3: <laughs> Dude, you're such a fucking troll tonight. <laughs> I was going to say, I
1: mean, doesn't he chase him down?
3: <laughs> no, tell us some more, Corey.
5: I'm a book expert, though. So What happened? What What's going on here? Are you, are you talking smack to somebody? or? Nah, I'm just having fun with
1: Spencer. Spencer apologized, sent us a really nice email. Well, it wasn't as very nice. It was as nice garage. to me as it it could have been. It was nice to <laughs> other people, but how
6: you know, oh, did Spencer call you out on lore one time?
1: Oh yeah, and uh, I said some stuff to him, and Corey said some some stuff to him. He said some uh, meaner things than me, but we both took issue, so that's a little umbrage with this. him. We never punishment. said we were experts. Spencer. We never ever said we were experts. We just knew a little more book lore than you guys. I mean, which isn't saying that much. So
3: Spencer, who absolutely loves the pod and is on oh, the yeah. Patreon, loves Spencer. Chose a great fun movie Not for, for us to record tonight. <laughs> Come on, guys. We love Spencer. Yeah, he's all right. I, Spencer. I like Spencer. Happy? do you like Spencer?
7: I like Spencer because he said in his reply, what the fuck, Brett? That is so funny to me. <laughs> did he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> why don't you read that?
1: At the end. Why, why me? Huh? Oh, oh, it's because I was the one that was supposed to be the expert, right?
7: You called yourself the book expert. Which I don't think project. I
1: ever... No way. Neither Corey nor I ever did. I've read it twice. I read it in seventh grade, which... I'm an old man, was a long time ago, and I listened to it on audiobooks.
3: But your dad has also been lecturing you on Lord of the Rings since you were a small boy.
5: <laughs> okay. My dad is an expert on Lord of the Rings. We should I- ask your dad how long Frodo had the ring. Because in this movie, I think he says, like, I had it for years. Mm-mm. And I never really got that vibe, but it, it certainly made me wonder, like, how long? The the
1: whole journey takes like a year, I believe, which makes sense, except for the math is wrong when they say they celebrate Bilbo's 129th birthday. When Frodo gets the ring, it's when Bilbo's obviously 111. Gandalf, I believe, is gone for 17 years. And when he comes back, that's when the journey starts, which takes a year, which Adds up to 119 or 129, but he's supposed to be on Middle Earth for like three or four years, I believe, before he decides he wants to go to Valinor. So,
3: Mm. But we've talked about this. It is like 17 or 18 years that Frodo has the ring in the books Mm -hmm. and I think in this animated thing. And in the movie, it's like two weeks where Gandalf just flies back and does some research in a book. And sprints back on Shadow Facts oh, back you to the Shire. He
1: has the ring in his possession, yeah, but he's not like wearing it. I don't think. Well
3: uh, I think it's like in, in this, an envelope. It's in a like little glass container, as they show in this animated I series. Got, like,
1: a, I think he uses it as a Prince Albert when he's gone.
3: <laughs> <Jeez>. Right.
1: <laughs> Thank you. This yeah, you, it, That's in the book. Not for babies. <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> Tolkien Tolkien knew Prince Albert, so Actually, I have no idea. Prince Albert was probably dead by then.
7: Anyway. Do you think, Brett, this movie would have been any better if they just said, fuck it to the source material, you know, and like went super high level? Let's just use it as like guideposts. Because like even like when they use like Denethor's lines from the books, it feels so out of place. And like all of the things that they pull from the books feel so out of place without context of the previous two books. I don't want to step too
1: much on my yes or no, but I think anything they could have done would have been better than what we watched. Jeez. Um This little review oh. here on IMDb says, laughing out loud, the mistake some people make with this movie is to take it seriously. I don't know if it was meant to be, but it's quite impossible to do so. So maybe... What does that mean? That it's like a... Almost like how you're supposed to watch uh starship Troopers, you're not supposed to take it seriously, and if you don't take it seriously, it's a lot more enjoyable.
3: there's a whip there's Stevie, a whip. don't you think that means you're supposed to enjoy it scene to scene?
5: It's not supposed to be good the whole the whole TV movie
3: <laughs> aspect of this really breaks my argument
5: <laughs> in half. <laughs>
4: Yeah.
6: Well, I'm sure it sold a lot of cereal during those commercials and what it was intended for selling Lucky Charms or whatever the fuck this guy is supposed to look like. Yeah. Return of the King cereal. Return of the King
1: cereal. (laughs) Ringos. Ringos. (laughs) Ringos. There's a whole box full of Ringos, Frodo's, and Bilbo's, and they're all O shapes.
7: Do what you will. I will hinder it if I may. Hinder me?
0: The prophecy? No living man may hinder me.
6: But no living
7: man am I. You look upon a woman. Eowyn am I. You stand between me and my lord and kin. Be gone. For living or dark undead,
0: I will smite you if you touch him. A woman? Eowyn? Tis tis Lord Theoden's niece. She wanted to ride with us, but he forbade. She disguised as a knight and she came hither.
1: It says uh the main quest lasts around 16 or 17 months from the time Frodo leaves and returns to the Shire. And who was to bring it up if whether it was in our world or not? They actually have dates. Like the ring is destroyed on like March 20th or something like that. So
6: Like, it actually has human
1: dates. Yeah,
3: they're going to remember that. It's kind of a big deal.
6: It was destroyed on Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) (laughs) Orc Independence Day.
1: Okay, so, Uh, man, I can't believe I literally have my fifth to last note is where there's a whip, there's a way have we talked about that at all
7: (laughs) (laughs) it's so good it feels like it had to have been created independently of this movie right like whoever wrote that song was just in their own room and everything else happened and then they came back with their notes on this like what the fuck am I contributing to like it's it's too good for this movie
6: I even thought the John Denver thing was kind of good like yeah Nah, no, no. <laughs> For a TV movie, it wasn't my, bad. Uh, my
1: winks. Um, I have them. I have hardly anything shown of battle, which we talked about earlier. My next notice is, is this: the worst Lord of the Rings movie. I think we kind of talked about that a little bit. Definitely. No. Did anybody notice when no? Erwin wait, took her wait, the Hobbit? No, worse than. No, it's not worse than the Hobbit. Yes, it's worse than. <laughs> the- yes, it's worse than the Hobbit. I'm sorry.
3: It's worse than the Lord of the Rings animated movie.
4: Oh bullshit.
3: It's better than that. Thank you. Is what I'm saying. Sorry. So it's not the worst one.
1: uh, I have a note here. Did anybody notice that when Eowyn took her helmet off, her hair just starts flowing in the breeze and then just like the wind stops and it's not like that anymore? Obviously, that was a choice. It costs money, Brett. Yeah. (laughs) And then they start talking about, oh, the air, the stinky air. How could she breathe? (laughs) Because that's- uh, I thought
6: that was cool. A little, uh, because you had mentioned that on Return of the King, right? That, like, the Witch King has, like, some sort of smell or something associated with him when, whenever he's, like, the, around. I think
1: he has the, the breath of something.
6: Yeah. The breath so of
3: Sauron or something like that, yeah. It was kind of cool to see that, but... This is why this is so valuable, though. It's just one line. It's because we know. Yeah, but it was
6: only one line, and there's, like, no stink lines or anything anywhere. They just say it.
3: <laughs> okay. But we... Experts on the subject know why she can withstand such stink. She's been eating the worst stew. (laughs) She's the worst cook.
1: She's like, like, oh, that's my secret ingredient. Whoever's writing
3: this knows the character really
1: well. Yeah. Just one thing I know about the writers: they know Lord of the
6: Rings. Her her rancid fucking meals have given her immunity. Uh, Immunity (laughs) to (laughs) the wish from the black (laughs) bread. Damn, that she must eats be some raccoon foul shit. eyeballs, and she's like super strong now.
5: <laughs> what is she eating over there, man? Dead orcs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Their stew is so bad it rivals the black breath. <laughs> that's
5: funny. Oh, uh, man, that's probably what took the Witch King out. You know, the Witch King. You guys talked about that. He looks kind of cool. I, I think he definitely looks better than the other Ringwraiths. Yeah. But like, he's kind of like offset because. He looks cool, he lands, and then he holds out his sword and he gives this little like ding sound. And then he talks and he kinda sounds like Krang. And it's like, okay, this is not the right vocal choice.
1: Oh, I was thinking he sounded like Starscream from yeah, it
4: the old like, Yeah, it sounds like a Transformer.
3: Yeah. I bet you some of these guys are Transformers. He sounds like a robot. How should he sound though, guys? What does a uh, ring race sound like? Are you just going straight Peter Jackson? Hissing shit. Well, he's got to be way more raspy.
5: Yeah, rasp.
3: You guys are deluded.
5: What? And I
6: don't like. I I really hate the way Frodo and Sam talk. Maybe especially Frodo. I don't like what he's doing.
5: Pippin has got to be the worst of the hobbits, though, because he sounds like a like an animated like opie. That's the voice of Shaggy <laughs> Yeah. Like he's gone loony,
1: I no, tell you. No, that's that's Mary. And I oh, was thinking, yeah. why have happy. one of the biggest names in the country, and you give him like six lines? Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem.
7: Like he was pretty huge in 1980. Remember the second tenant as cheaply as possible.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Some of his lines stuck out so hard, sounding just like him. What was his show like? Oh, yeah. That was such a, like, he did the top 40 every weekend, right?
1: For a long time. And then, like, he did his own Casey Kasem for a long time. like. But, yeah, he was known as, like, the, he did the top 40 for a long time. And he did, like someone said, he was shaggy. I mean, he had a really nice career, so.
0: Nay, Pippa, not till Bilbo was cut it. Cause first, I look at the purse. Women in the audience got so worked up, they'd start screaming and fling their purses at the contours on stage. Joe Billingsley recalls, We used to have competitions against the temptations. They would have beautiful harmony, nice routines. We couldn't sing as well, but we'd kill them on stage. The miracle's the same way. It was friendly competition. We were friends, but on stage, it was a job. In the book, The Motown Story, writer Don Waller says, of course the temptations remember those days a little differently. Who's right? I don't know. But the last act I'd want to follow is one that inspires women to throw their purses on stage. End of quote. Here they are at number 17 with their hit that's back on the charts after all these years. The Contours, Do You Love Me? You broke my- To let you know, I can really shake him down.
3: Also, John Huston is I know. in I- this as
1: Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most legendary writer-directors ever.
7: Like, just seems so, seems kind of out of place in this, but... Here's my question to you, Brett. Gandalf, John Huston. How does this movie manage to make him boring and such a downer? This is the worst I- Gandalf I've ever
3: seen. <laughs>
1: I, I feel like there was no one, like people, like maybe might laugh when you think about acting in animated movies, but I think everyone knows that. I mean, you have to be able to direct actors in this too. And it just seemed like they didn't. Like, they didn't seem like they gave him any direction. Now, I'm sure he was pretty old at the time. He wasn't that old 74, 73, 74. But Gandalf's just yeah, goes off and kind of all, bad.
7: All hope is lost. Gandalf's such a downer. He's such a doomer. He's like. Uh, well, we can't make it out of here. Or uh,
1: my
3: spirit is leaded. My spirit is lead.
7: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, wait, Aragorn will take over if he makes it. Like what? You're supposed to be the the guy uplifting everybody. That's literally what his ring does. It helps people. It helps
5: uplift people. Yeah. The hobbits like Aragorn will take over if he makes it. Yeah. Frodo will destroy the ring if he doesn't die. (laughs) It's like. (laughs) 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 anyone will kill the witch king if he doesn't kill her first like all right gandalf smoke some pipe weed you need you need a minute
3: here we're missing a lot we haven't seen him destroying the balrock in this this version and that hurts it a lot like you don't have the built-up trust in the white wizard (laughs) you know what i mean like in the in the trilogy He's always like the guy leading and spurring them on. So when he does have a dour moment, it's like, oh shit, all hope is lost. And it's like,
2: Stevie not mentioned not it. Lost. Stevie oh,
3: mentioned it so many times. Like the man, that's so hard to talk during while <laughs> breastfeeding.
2: <laughs>
3: no, I love it. It's, it's just so hard good. to talk. But Stevie, you know, the all hope is lost moments, like it works well in the trilogy. But here, it's just like Gandalf's role as a plot element
4: yeah
5: it's like is he always like that you know
3: <laughs> is he always just a downer piece
4: of shit I mean I mean I just I love those scenes where he's like come on Pippin time to die like <laughs> alright <laughs>
2: <Okay.
4: laughs> there's no that inspirational speech of like you know death is another uh, you know path of life that we all must take it's just like alright boy get on the horse time to die if you want
5: <laughs> do you want to die come with me bud <laughs> You You don't have to to die
4: here, but-
5: (laughs) The two taglines for this movie.
1: The first one was the thrilling climax to J.R.R. Tolkien's classic Hobbit stories, dot, 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 in animation. Mm. And then the second one is a story of Hobbits. That's it. No, if there's a whip. That's what it should be. That's what the first review on here says, a fan review. If there's, a a where there's a whip. Dot 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 it's dot. It's unbelievable
3: how we're so stuck on that classic.
1: <laughs> Who knew we we didn't want to do we didn't want to do the wall, but instead we got an another movie with classic jams. So I think we picked a good one to do. I think this has been a a good pod, and I'm anxious to see what everyone's. I'm usually the one that's on the other end defending a movie, but I don't know if that's going to be me this time. My Last note I have is like the part that cracked me up. Another part is when, first of all, how does it, how is it so that live action and CGI looks much better, Gollum fighting somebody invisible than an animated movie does? Shouldn't that be much easier to do? It looks terrible. Like when Gollum's fighting the invisible uh, Frodo in Mount Doom. It doesn't look great in Return of the King either.
3: Dude, I like it in this movie.
1: My favorite part is when Gollum like stanky legs himself right off the cliff. (laughs) He like dips and nae right
3: off. It's really funny. (laughs) That sucks. That's not as cool. He Ah.
5: falls in that lava fast. Like they don't have time for the dramatic fall. Like as soon as he fucking trips on a rock, he is in the lava. (laughs) It's just like weird. Like. You know, you're used to the the Peter Jackson movie, so you have like a certain expectation of like how a dramatic moment should play out, and then it just doesn't do it at all in this.
6: <laughs>
5: well, there's, yeah. it's so
6: dumbed down just for kids, like you can't make that hyper violent a man melting and like Frodo's finger isn't even bleeding, it's a clean cut. Yeah, it's no blood. It looks like a fucking chicken wing. <laughs> I
3: think what Corey's talking about is what is the stuff of, like, great storytellers. Like, you find the good dramatic moments of the source material and enhance it and cue it up correctly and edit it carefully. And you don't make a hobbit rolling down a hill for 15 minutes like a key highlight point of the movie. What really gets me about this, though, guys, is that I'm pretty sure this is more book accurate in, in the movie, the trilogies, he gets kind of shoved in by Frodo. And I feel like that makes a lot of sense. But in this one, he dances in, and that's what really happens in the books, right? He just dances in. He just that's skipped to my lose in the lava. I can't remember if he gritties into the lava or not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> gritties. I think
3: he celebrates yeah. into the lava. He gets a 15 yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. He might. Like, what? Out of madness? He's just like.
6: He's just totally corrupted by the ring and just is dancing mindlessly into the lava? Mikey, imagine the most intense orgasm of all time. Multiply that
1: by a thousand. Oh,
6: I'm there. I'm there, brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what Gollum's going through at that moment.
5: It propels that him into the lava. would be pretty delirious
7: as well. Like, <laughs> he shoots so
1: much, he dries out Mount Doom.
5: Yeah, he shoots him like a rocket <laughs> into the lava.
1: <laughs> as Mikey would say, he's shooting straight ropes, like
5: right... Yeah. Uh. That is isn't correct. He does actually just slip and fall. Does he? Yeah. What an idiot.
3: What a fucking idiot. <laughs> Should have been a song Dumbass. about Dumbass.
1: Yep, says he lost his bounce of felon.
3: Brett, you talk a lot of you talk a lot about like what alienates book users or book book readers. And book it's users. like whenever it whenever <laughs> they like stop with the store the source material. So they like that's what Peter Jackson did with the whole like biting the finger and there's like a tussle. And that makes so much more sense visually. But this animated thing, like, actually followed the book, but it, it comes off flat. It doesn't look as good. Yeah, yeah, there's a lesson there.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying that. It, it just, they thought it looked really weird. Like, just thought it was a weird choice how they animated that. But I don't know. I just feel like what's missing here is like the whole last movie is with Sam and Frodo. It's like just pure emotion. Like they are ex- past the point of exhaustion. They're going on pure fumes and adrenaline and, and duty and that's just completely gone here. They're just chatting like it's Sunday brunch
6: the whole the time. The dog down the hill cracked my shit up. What did that he say? Die well, Sam so well- fucking- Sam <laughs> die well, Sam Weiss? Die well, Sam Weiss. Dude. Like the lava is just right on their ass. Not a care in the world for uh, good old Frodo there. He's just ready to die. Yeah, Sam is like, uh, I don't think so, pal. I'm still going to try to try to escape here as best as I can. And then the eagles come, and then,
1: like someone mentioned earlier, we get this really quick thing with Aragorn, I think, being made king.
4: Why?
5: It's the return of the king. It's the return. Because of the title of the movie? He has returned.
4: No one's returned in this movie. Like, nothing has returned. He was never here. He was never returned. He was never
5: here, (laughs) and then he came back, okay?
4: it's ridiculous. (laughs) The
5: arrival of the king.
4: There you go. (laughs) Yeah. And why doesn't he look Native American in this one?
6: <laughs> does True. He, why doesn't he have shorts oh, on? <laughs> very big, very different design.
4: Yeah. Why does he I, wear I shorts? M- I miss the John Redcorn version of Aragorn. Not, not this guy. guy. Not my Aragorn? Not my Aragorn.
5: They whitewashed Aragorn? Mm-hmm. I mean, they pretty much
1: whitewashed him right out of the movie. <laughs> Gotta respect it.
4: Frodo of the nine fingers and the ring of doom.
0: all know for the last look
2: <laughs> just
1: just resting my eyes so then it goes back to their little cut in the cake on Bilbo's birthday and then they just oh by the way I'm going to the to the ship tomorrow to go to elf heaven by the way
6: I'm going to die seems like do I have to die too and was
5: like, no, you can't.
4: <laughs> You're not invited, Now <laughs> No, bro, you idiot.
5: <laughs> Frodo seemed fine, you know? He seemed like he'd he he gotten over it. And then he's like, you know what? I'm weary of the world. I'm going.
3: It's really explained well in this version. That, that moment where he has the trauma, Corey, it shows his face close up with the music and scenes of him getting whipped by the orcs are playing Which? in like half speed. You mean the
5: uh, John Denver happy time music?
3: Yeah, it's really happy time <laughs> at that point.
5: It was a good memory according to the uh, <laughs> the emotional pull of the song.
3: <laughs> but the visuals are absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. Terrible PTSD. PTSD. I thought that made sense that he was like, I'm weary of this world, I'm ready to get the F out. Didn't seem
5: weary to me. Those were his best memories, his most cherished. Again, like, they don't set it up at all. I wanna say one other thing. The guy that is the Malthus Sauron in this version, that animated character does actually look like Bruce
7: Spence. 100%, I had that note too. Bruce Spence looking Malthus Sauron. <laughs>
5: It is interesting to go back and watch the animated movies and kind of see how they influenced the Peter Jackson movies. I mean, you can see pieces coming through for sure. Like the way certain things are like designed, they're either directly from these animated movies in some cases, or like there was some kind of art created that the animated movies and Peter Jackson both
4: borrowed from.
3: Or they paid homage in some of the ways they like framed things as well.
4: Which one's more book accurate about the mouth of Sauron? The movie or I meant like the Peter Jackson movie or this one?
5: Uh, they're both flawed in their own way.
4: Wait, I... w- Which one, Corey? One looks like a mechanic and one looks like a monster. <laughs> like <you can't, laughs> there's he's no answer. There.
5: <laughs> yeah, I mean they they specifically stated in this one. He is a dude. He's he's like a like a man of some kind. It's a black black Númenórean. Yeah, he's, he's a black man, and he... uh what <laughs> yes, <one> it <laughs> In the other version, like, the way Aragorn kills him, obviously, that's, like, the biggest difference between, yeah. like, the, the true source material, I'd say. Uh, but, you know, it's a lot more drawn out. There's a lot more people there, like in the Peter Jackson one, compared to this one. So, it, there's differences in both. But nothing really is, like, fleshed out in this one at all, you know? The animated version is so condensed. And... <laughs> the things that they spend time on are still just a fraction of the source material. That's always going to be the case though. We've kind of gotten to the end. So
1: why don't we do some more, some last minute final thoughts. And then when that's done, we can go right in the yes or no's again. I don't have trivia tonight. I don't know why I'm saying again so much. I apologize, but um, anybody have any thoughts, final thoughts?
4: I'm in pure agreement with Pap. I don't think... Um, when there's a whip, there's a way was written for this movie.
7: <laughs> it's too good. Doesn't fit. it's
4: too good, <laughs> and it fits just enough. And it's such an outlier. No way in Hades, someone was commissioned to write that song for this movie.
7: Musically, it's nothing like anything else in the movie, right? And that's like no. the only way you can make this work. It's because the fucking John Denver folk just wears you down so much in this. Like, if they would have had even like. A little bit of variation in like styles of music that would have helped a lot. Like when you hear something that's different, it's like, oh, this is so nice. It's not like what I've been listening to for the last hour or so. I also had the pronunciations, Brett, minus Tirith. Yeah, there's a lot of bad ones.
1: Pretty lazy I would I would say.
7: But did they have any way of knowing at the time? You know what I
1: mean? No, like, probably not. Well, I mean I mean, his son was still alive who knew everything about it yeah but then you have to like to play, yeah, in the they letter. weren't really uh loving each other, I guess, so they're just covering their bases without the rights. I don't know, like they probably did
3: the best they could, I think the only way that if there's a whip, there's a way song works is if they commissioned someone and he like method acted in his mind what it was like to be an orc for like three months, and he like came up with this song like man, I feel like the orcs don't really have that much control of their life, man, and like if they could really, like he got deep into it and he wrote a hell song for us and you guys should appreciate it.
4: I mean, he wrote a song. We've been praising,
6: that's the only thing we've been praising the whole night is the song.
3: Well, I feel like Stevie was just undercut- He was just undercutting it, saying like, oh, no, it's not I'm actually No, I'm not undercutting it.
4: I'm just saying, if you put this song at the beginning of like a Starsky, Starsky and Hutch um, song or uh, show, um, or even like Serpico, it makes sense. That's all I'm saying.
6: Yeah, why is the why is the guitar so funky? There's like such a There's funky
4: that bass riff yeah, or something.
6: <laughs> so much is going on. Another thing
7: we didn't talk about the mouth of Sauron while we're on Final Thoughts, Brett, is Bruce Spence is talking mad shit to our non-Native American animated airbag. <laughs> And he's like, you know, you're no king, like, you're just a man, like, this rabble doesn't make you a king, blah, blah, blah. And Aragorn's woody retort to this is, we shall see. <laughs> yeah, no, that was so, I'm so glad. One of the strangest you said
6: deliveries that. I've he fucking ever sucks. heard in a I hate movie. Him.
7: We shall see. I hate this guy.
1: <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> uh, Stevie, I don't know if this will disappoint you or not, but the same guy who sings and wrote. Frodo of the nine fingers wrote where there's a whip, there's a way. Really? Yeah. I and mean, he wrote the song that like the one that like it goes on and on. Does
4: that disappoint you? Not at all. I'm just, I'm blown away by it. Cause it makes no sense to me. But again, he doesn't sing like, it. I, I understand. I understand. He's a like, genius. wanting to like, <laughs> you know, branch out from, you know, styles and music and stylistically and stuff. But like. Going from you know soft folk ballads about short people with hairy feet to you know seventies detective drama—it's really strange.
1: He wrote uh, Frodo the Nine Fingers, where there's a whip, there's a way. The end of the ring, and roads go ever, ever on. And he obviously sang probably the other three songs, but you know the orcs were the real singers, the heroes. Oh yeah. On where
7: there's a whip, there's a way. Corey, I want to get really like s- specific on this though, because you love Nightmare Before Christmas, and you're such an adamant like defender of the songs. Like, what specifically makes that musical exposition good, and this musical exposition bad? If you had to put a word on it,
5: talent. <laughs> this <That's laughs> <true. It> <laughs> would be the word. <laughs> talent. <laughs> That's fantastic. Raw talent. And uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, in terms of like the expositional storytelling that's just something that's inherent to musicals right so that that's that's something that existed before Tim Burton's The Nightmare before Christmas but in that movie the dialogue isn't too heavy in between the uh, the songs mm. so the songs do a lot of the heavy lifting right the songs are telling us things and they're and they're interesting and there's a lot of uh, you know this beautiful, animation during them and there's a lot of like kinetic energy during them there's a lot of like movements and it's it comes together in a way that this doesn't and this one is very repetitive right so you get a lot of the same kind of like dialogue too much time spent on a scene and then a transitional song and then kind of like where does it go to next and then a transitional song it's a little bit repetitive the songs just aren't as Good in my opinion. Uh I don't really know how to like put a word on that, but you know, comparatively one song to another, I just I find the <laughs> nightmare before Christmas more pleasing to the ear. In addition to that.
1: Stevie, what's better? This is Halloween so or where there's a whip, there's a way.
4: Ooh. Oh, this is Halloween. That's not even close. Okay, I <laughs> figured. What like, about
1: what's
2: this? What's this?
4: Well, I mean, it's kind of like you know, Corey was really hitting on it too. A great musical will push a story forward with its music and not describe the story with its music, which is what this movie does in a fantastic way. You know, I'm pretty sure there are scenes of that guy just going in Frodo bent down because he was tired and alone. <laughs> and that's what we get. So, yeah, oh, <laughs>
1: that's good. Anybody else? That was a good question.
5: Yeah. Quick note, Galadriel's file. It sounds like a like a sixties computer. It sounds very strange. <laughs> it like creates like static electricity or something, or TV static. It brings TV static into the real world and it makes a bunch oh, of uh, pre-Star Wars is, sci-fi noises. Is a Twilight Zone SFX board?
2: <laughs> Ouch! Something's burning me.
6: What's this?
0: A file. And what magic is in it to make it glow so?
7: Yep. I like how Frodo's like, I don't have any time to explain how this works to you, Sam. Just shut up and go with it for the rest of the movie.
1: Oh, the the light?
7: (laughs) Yeah, because Sam's like, why does this work? And Frodo's like, don't worry about it. I can't tell you. Just keep going.
6: That was in... uh a previous movie that we can't talk
5: about. (laughs) It's all explained there. I don't have the legal rights to explain this to you,
4: Sam. (laughs) That should have been in the movie. Like that line of dialogue right there.
1: We shall see. (laughs) Anybody else? Let us... Let's go opposite way. Let's go west east.
5: Give us a yes or no. Corey? Hello, Corey. Kylo Ren memes. The movie is a no. I think Lord of the Rings. You know, it's it's hard it's hard to separate myself from the uh, the Peter Jackson movies because it was my first exposure to Lord of the Rings. I saw the Fellowship of the Ring in theaters, and I didn't even know that Lord of the Rings was a book series. And I was very surprised when it ended. By the way, because. <laughs> You know, at the time, sequels were not a guarantee, so I thought that was just the end of the movie, because that's kind of how I was conditioned with movies up to that point. You know, there might be a sequel, but probably not. So anyway, I, I'm i very much, like, um, in tune with those as, like, kind of my original source material. Maybe that's the reason I even like those more than the books. The books are more expansive, well-beloved, you know, they've stood the test of time, but to me those movies are the gold standard. So that being said, it's really hard to sit through like what is always going to be like a shittier version of those, right? Like anything that isn't those is a shittier version. I would prefer like something more like rings of power in that way. Mm-hmm. Something where it's like not that story, but it's like vaguely connected like that. I'm okay with. Cause you know, in my mind I can kind of like connect the dots, but if it's the adaptation to me, it's not going to work. So based on that, like, it's already going to be a lower than normal vote just because of my inherent bias. Uh, but that aside, even, this this is just not very good. It's not very engaging. The story is convoluted as a standalone movie, I assume. Voice acting is up and down. Animation is up and down. The songs get annoying and repetitive. And uh, I just don't really like it. <laughs> okay. We
1: shall see what everyone else thinks. Um,
6: Mikey? Uh, it's, de- it's a definite no. Um, just uh, it was a slog to get through. It's just, I don't know, clearly edited or something to be slowed down to fit 90 minutes. And the dialogue is way too slow for me. So I wash it a little bit faster just to get through it. Some of those songs are catchy, but... They're not great songs. I will give it credit for like uh, the the setting design and uh especially like round Mount Doom and Through the Caves and stuff I thought looked especially cool, but I just the character design is so bad for so many of the characters that are especially the main characters. Frodo and Sam look just so goofy. Uh can't really get behind them. It's Just not very strong storytelling wise either. So it's a definite no. Just It's a really tough 90 minute watch. Just a real slog of a movie. And there's much better Lord of the Rings stuff out there.
1: Hearing Mikey say it's a really tough 90 minute watch, if you know Mikey, that's saying something. Because 90 minutes to him is the perfect movie. It's not too long. So if it like did it seem like a lot longer than 90 minutes to you?
6: Yeah. yeah. Oh, you
1: sped it that you sped watched it, right? You speed watched it. I don't
6: know. And then yeah, and then there's clearly the parts of the movie where you see that. Oh, we're just grabbing clips from The Hobbit or something. Yeah. Like we didn't even animate this. We just got to fill up. we Just got to fill some space. We got five minutes to to fill here. So just, cool. just really lazy, I guess, is what I would say. Stevie.
4: <sighs> yeah. Um. Come on, baby. I'm happy. Come on now. I'm happy I watched it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. oh yeah.
4: I'm happy that it exists. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. In the crazy way that it does. Let's go. Not gonna lie, I love hearing- When there's a whip. And <laughs> you hear that whoosh <laughs> in between it. Oh, it's great. That's just fan-fucking-tastic. That means it. Um, man. <clears throat> Lord of the Rings is my favorite Gripping movies or trilogy of all time. It's not even close. Like, those are, I mean, God, I watch those things, you know, in one setting every year. Um, on that note, this is one of the strangest movies I've ever seen in my life compared to, like, the source context and, you know, all the media that's been out before and around it. Uh, this is a hard fucking no. Um,. <laughs> this movie sucks um but that doesn't mean I won't play when there's a whip there's a way you know driving on the way into work or if I hear it I'm gonna start you know tapping my foot it's just a jam but other than that I hate 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 this story in this movie so much um parts that were unique to this movie just aren't all that much fun to watch especially Sam going super Saiyan mode for five to ten minutes. It was really strange. Um, so hard no, but you know when there's a whip, there's a way. Ten out of ten.
1: Cool. <laughs> I love Stevie's Stevie's surprise. Yes or no's.
3: Um, Josh, where there's a whip, there's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> we all love the source material of this. And this is just, like, a different perspective of it. (laughs) I love it. I put forth my arguments pretty aggressively during the course of this entire pod, so it's just a yes. (laughs) But to all you spoiler men and everyone listening, a good life awaits you back in the Shire. Plump Hobbit wives, good Hobbit meals, long leisurely smoking of good Hobbit pipes. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Uh
7: Bap. Yeah, this is gonna be a hard no for, oh for my. <laughs> no way, Josh. <laughs> I here's the thing, it's like Yeah, it's cool to see a different interpretation of War of the Rings, and this adaptation wasn't biased by what Peter Jackson like chose to like pick from the books. But that being said, Th- this whole project broke down so early in the creative process by like their <laughs> limitations and like it, based on their like restrictions of what they were trying to do it could only be so good. And like I'm not see- saying that like Disney in the eighties could have done any better, but you could do a movie for children about the basic story of Lord of the Rings with songs that would be way fucking better than this effective punishment movie. Spencer good choice thanks again for your generous donation Um, but this is probably the worst Lord of the Rings thing like period that's ever been made it's gotta be right up there hard fucking no Uh,
3: we haven't even watched the Russian Lord of the Rings thing (laughs) do you
7: think the um, Beatles who is the director Kubrick collaboration would have been better I feel like that could have been really cool Actually, now that I see this even, like if the songs were good.
4: Do you really think that
7: I think if the songs were good. Dude,
3: did the Beatles write is there if there's a Whip? Did the Beatles write a it? Way
7: where there's a <laughs> Walrus. There's a way.
3: <laughs> there's submarine.
1: It was written by the fifth Beatle, Glenn Yarbrough. Alright, I guess that leaves it to me. Everyone knows me. I have like a ninety five percent yes rate. I pretty much like every movie. That being said, yeah, this is a no. <laughs> wow it was very, very early in the movie where I just, my eyes just glazed over and I, I grew up watching the Hobbit movie and I liked it. I liked the animation on it. I liked the design of the the goblins and the orcs. I The elves are weird. I mean, even the spiders were done well, but like, like seeing it as an adult, it just didn't work for me. This is, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd say a hard no, but I probably would say a really hard no. So I guess that makes this food, I don't know, stale lembas bread crumbs.
3: That's pretty damn good. <laughs> it's sustaining. That's really I don't fucking know. About good. Good. That
6: can <laughs> I feel like it's a good movie to get a lot of memes from. I feel like we could take some funny screen caps and Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, by the way, the opening title card says Return of the King, and on the bottom it, it misspells productions, So <laughs> if that kind of gives you
3: a uh, good indicator, yeah, a good indicator in, right? what's
1: going on. Yeah, it's nine or 10 minutes in.
3: Uh, hey, Brett. Yeah. I know we're about to toss it to Spoiler Man, right? I feel like you're queuing it up a little bit. No, no,
1: well, we got, that, I have no well, trivia. So we got time, a little time. Spencer but.
6: hates <laughs> trivia, by the way.
3: But Spencer hates trivia, but I have like
6: you, good man.
3: I have a trivia. If you'd like, it. oh my, God. it's the quickest, <laughs> closest to. Let me email Spencer to you guys. real quick. Let's just let's it. just do it.
7: <laughs> Sorry, Spencer.
3: <laughs> okay, so if there's a whip, there's a way. So obviously, it's got to be whip-related trivia. A lot of us are from Indiana. Indiana Jones carried a whip. In-
7: including Spencer, by the way. Fun fact. Yeah.
3: Thereabouts. According to indianajones.fandom.com, Harrison Ford mostly carried a blank foot whip.
7: Ooh. He carried a 12-foot whip.
3: Stevie? Seven. You <laughs> fell. You fell. Brett?
1: You Uh I'm going to go... 15 feet, Alex.
3: Mikey?
6: That's a 13-foot bullwark. <laughs> Damn it,
3: Mikey. <laughs> Corey? <laughs> uh, 14? Peppy, what did you say? 12. Damn! Brett, what did you say?
1: 15, so we have got 12, 13, 14, Who 15. Who said seven?
3: Stevie. I did. You two were the closest. Happened to be... 10 foot. Sometimes he used the 8 oh, foot but yeah. mostly he used the 10 Pap. foot whip. Let's go.
4: Let's go, Pap. Pap. So
1: I
7: tossed it to Spoiler Man?
1: Yeah, have you ever done that? Toss it up. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Spencer.
7: <laughs> Sorry, Spencer, for having to listen to Josh's closest to trivia there. I know much you ate that, but I do love your support to all the Patreons. We're trying to get your episodes out. More Patreon episodes coming soon. Thank you for listening. Take it away, Spider-Man.
0: Special thank you to our patrons, Druid King. He decided to pursue them into Mordor, across the Gorogoruth Plateau, and to the very Bastion of Sauron himself, the Dark Tower of Barad-dûr. Matt Troll. I'll get to you somehow. Brother Brian Ah, you know the gates to the land of Mordor and your Dark Lord Sauron. Nick Plain Hobbit sense The Meg How can I kill such a pitiful and cringing abomination? David This war's without final hope Nurse Stacy We shall see Come forth The Wolf Come forth Barkey 420. You will return with us tomorrow to Hobbiton. Davey Kerr We cannot be parted. Total movie recall. i oh, curse you, you stinking thing. P.K. Good friend, savior of all we hold precious. Of course, thou might join us. Spencer. The ring is destroyed in the fires where it was wrought. At last, the ring exists no more. Lip Sync with a song that was number one for four consecutive weeks. The singer was Cynthia Johnson. And the song, Funky Town, now at number two. And now we're up to the new number one song in America. But first, let's take a look at the tops of the other Billboard charts. At number one on the country chart is Trying to Love Two Women by the Oak Ridge Boys. At number one on the soul chart is Take Your Time by the S.O.S. Band. And the best-selling album in America this week is Glass Houses by Billy Joel, third week in a row. And on the pop singles chart, there's a new song at number one. But the leader of the act at number one is no stranger to the top of the countdown. He's been here 26 times before in his 16-year chart history. And here he is again. With the new number one song in America. Well, there's
3: a whip. There's a way. Where there's a whip, there's a way, where there's
0: a whip. We don't want to go to war today, but the Lord of the Lashes has been a We don't want to go to war today, but the Lord of the Lashes says, we're going to march all day, all day, all day. There's a whip, there's a way. Left, right, left,
6: right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. Dude, you guys got to listen to where there's a whip, there's a way at one point too. It'll change
3: your life, I swear. I'm telling you, you can't get to 1.2. It goes from (laughs) 1.18 to 1.23. Are you on VLC? Yes. Are you on VLC? Playback. Playback speed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
5: These are some steady hands. Do fine.
3: Okay, Okay. whatever. All right. That
2: was spoilers.